Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, 860-522-9842. And we'll do our best to help you out with your calls, calls, questions, and concerns. Computer comments, questions, and concerns, I should say. And uh, you can listen to us on the old podcast, you know. Um, if you subscribe to our podcast, wherever you get your podcast, as it were, um, you can go ahead and listen to us anytime, anywhere. You can stream us from anywhere over using the podcast, using the Odyssey app if you want. So uh, you can check in with us from wherever you are. It's a, you know, If you call on your cell phone, you shouldn't deal with any long-distance calls. Welcome to the Internet, my friend. It's mm-hmm. great. So uh, feel free to get online. The future is now, 860-522-9842. <laughs> And uh, we have, though, the future is now, I say that, but we got a letter. We got a letter. Uh, we haven't, we haven't, we got fan mail. Yeah. Snail mail came through and it was Zig out there. And you said South Carolina? North, North Carolina, Carolina. One of the yeah. Carolinas for crying out loud. Yep. And he wanted to comment on our discussions of TurboTax and basically his experience with the folks at, um, was it Costco where you, where you bought where somebody called yes, in and Costco. said they got it? Yeah. yeah. He said Costco does have a better tech support line than yes. TurboTax themselves. And that's what the caller said, too. Right. And uh, I actually believe that because yeah. uh, at one time they also had a special tech support number for Samsung, mm-hmm. especially for televisions. Yep. And I do know for a fact that they're that tech support that you got from them was better than, was better than what you would have gotten from corporate Samsung. So you got a fan out there, Costco, that was felt strongly enough about it that he put pen to paper, <laughs> dropped it in the mail, yes. put stamps on it, yeah, and it came here to t- the station. Or where'd you get it at the, at the it shop? Went to ta- it went to the tab office. Nice, went to our shop in ta- yep. uh, back in East Hartford, and mm-hmm. uh, here we are talking about it. And uh, so, Costco, you're doing something good with your tech support on your TurboTax. Yeah. So, yeah. kudos. Now, if TurboTax can just reconcile themselves with the government, that'd be great. Then they were caught making claims that it's free when it's not, because mm-hmm. by the time you're done filling out your form, right. they're going to charge you. Yes. Every time. Uh-huh. <laughs> we found that with my kids, too. Yeah. I was like, oh, let's check it out. It says it's free. Um, no, it's not. Uh, but we digress. But thank you, Zig, for... Uh, letting us know that if you get it at Costco, you might have a better result if you have to talk tech support. No, seriously, it's a great point. Yeah. 
All right, let's move on to your calls. We're going to go to who's been the longest. Let's go over to Jim in Vernon next. What's going on, Jim? Morning, guys. Morning. Uh, listen to your show as often as I possibly can, and Thanks. I'll preface this by saying I don't do floors and I don't do windows. All righty. Um, I hear you. Okay. <laughs> I work on one of those other OSs that you all occasionally disparage, and because of that, I bought a... <laughs> I like how he says that. We occasionally disparage the OSs. Hey, man, you heard the song. It's not just us. Every <laughs> OS sucks. <laughs> Yeah, well, I work on an old one, VMS, and uh, okay. I'm a coder, and the editor that I use uh, uses a keypad. So I mm -hmm. bought an HP Envy mm -hmm. 360, and I love it. Good. But I bought it about seven years ago, and it got Windows 10 running on it. Right. And I got a nag screen on there it's, uh, from Microsoft saying, hey, upgrade to Windows 11. Yeah, we have a story and, about that, actually. Yeah, we do. And... Yeah. Uh, it, so it says run this thing. So I checked out all the locky lock and pointy clicky things, and yeah. it came back and basically said I was too ugly and couldn't run. Uh, <laughs> yeah, isn't that amazing? Yeah. They're not even smart yeah. enough to know whether or not you can upgrade. They nag you to do it, and then they're not even smart enough to know that you can't. Well, right, because yeah. they don't include in the nag the logic to take a look and see whether it's even eligible. Right. right. Yeah. Right. And so now I'm. My concern is is I'm going to end up with a brick. At some point, well, and not be able to have uh, uh, security updates and whatnot. That would be in what October of twenty five, I think. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. Um, so, hmm, well, then Microsoft is not as bad as Google, right? So Google was like bricking their Chromebooks, you know, ridiculously and making the operating system not work. Microsoft tends to say, hey, we're going to not make it work, but then they do. Like, I suspect you're going to get updates of Windows Defender way past the time frame where it says it's not oh, supported. Yeah, Defender will be the what they call the intelligence updates will keep going out. So, the you know, you're not going to have a brick. And, you know, I don't blame you for not wanting to move forward to Windows 11 if your machine's working okay. We like to get six years out of a computer. You're going to get seven or eight. Good for you. Um but those nags aren't even going to go away. It's even the dumb part about it. They're going to keep trying to nag you to do something you can't do. <laughs> yeah, well, like I said, I don't do floors, and I don't, don't do windows. windows. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. We wish we were the same thing. So I, I, I think you're good. Run it run it as long. <laughs> I mean, if we could do something else other than windows, we would. Um, you know, Go ahead and, and continue to run it and enjoy it for as long as you can and try to ignore the nagging. That's really all you can do. Um, but you're going to be able to continue to run it because you're going to at least get security updates. So until until something breaks, right? Something at some point, well, yeah. some update will break something critical to your operation. Yeah, no doubt. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Appreciate your time. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you. Have a good one. You too. Bye bye. So we did have a call from the caller earlier talking about his old um, Photoshop Elements too, right? How it right. wasn't quite working. And yeah, you know, on and one I, computer with one type of a drive in it, right? Old software. So we right. were we were reminiscing, Dennis and I, as we often do off air, about the old days. And I recall distinctly. This is probably I had definitely had hair back this way back in this day. It was twenty plus years ago when we had a dental client, and he was an AMD aficionado. He wanted to get AMD processors. Now we had always we were agnostic at that point we really didn't care and so he got AMD based systems and he found out the hard way that his uh, dental software would not work on AMD processors 
And there's also plenty of cases where the faster the machine was, the older software wouldn't work. So if you had an old DOS-based system oh. and you bring in like a, a, a newer Pentium, whatever it was, if it was too fast for the software, the software just couldn't handle the processing. You'd think it'd be better, right? But no, the software just can't oh. deal with it. Right. So the Elements 2 probably have this, has the same problem here, is that it's too old and it's dealing with something too new. And this is going to become a bigger issue it has been an issue for us dealing with clients who don't want to, who refuse to upgrade, who just want to keep running the old thing and as long as they can go. And uh, I know you're always caught between a rock and a hard place. You're like, Eric, it was working fine before we upgraded, right? Well, yeah, but it's still, it's a five-year-old system. It's the software so old. You need to upgrade. Well, I don't want to pay the money. So it's it's always that catch-22 between being current and being current. And just, and we, the problem is, as IT guys, we know that even if we make you current, we can't actually promise it's going to be better. That's true. Uh, very sadly, it's true. You know, if you buy a new car, at least you get the new car smell, and it's going to work for a few <laughs> years. When you buy a new Windows 11, that's not the smell you want. You know, you're not necessarily getting that new car smell when it comes to Windows 11 because you're dealing with Microsoft and notorious for having issues with latest and greatest updates that break. It's just constant. Um, it shouldn't be that way, but it is. Um, so we're going to get to right to your calls here. Right? Uh, yeah, she's not going to get too mad at me. Let's go to Fred in New Britain. Hey, Fred. Good morning. What's up? I have a problem with I'm not old enough to uh, uh, update my Office 365. Um, I didn't remember. I just remembered that I had bought the disk. I have a product key. But anyway, it told me it expired. And um, I went to update it and purchase an extension. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't let me. It said, I'm not old enough. I spent a three-hour chat with Microsoft, and we got it to update. She couldn't She couldn't see my credit card. She couldn't see anything. Nothing came up on my account. We did the authentication like four times with emails back and forth. Anyhow, yeah. long story short now, I got my Excel back, but mm. now I'm not old enough to use Half the things on the laptop. You're not old enough. Yes. So there's they're giving you they're thinking you're like some twelve year old kid rather than a grown man. Yes. Hmm. What I did find on one of their help things is they have a problem somewhere that <laughs> it takes your birthday as the date you installed it. Uh, <laughs> that sounds right. And because your birthday. Was is obviously older than that. They're they're, they're giving you, yeah, yeah, you're four years old. So of course, as a four year old, you can't be. There's no way you, we could allow you to upgrade your software as a four year old. Yes, but interestingly, I can't use Firefox. I can't use Chrome. It lets me use Edge to do to do the actual uh, to, to, authentication. To, 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 no, to do get back into stuff. I can get back on the web. I can go back and do stuff. But occasionally, it won't let me go where I want to go. Within 365 or within anywhere, surfing anywhere? Within the whole, within the whole operating system, well, within yeah, the whole sphere. He was, he was talking about other other yeah. browsers and stuff. That wouldn't have anything yeah. to do with 365. Well, I wasn't sure if he was online. I was just trying to figure out. No, that, that's, where, that's where the trouble started. Did you get this computer from a school system or something? Is this Or just, was this always your machine? I bought it brand new. Right. And I've got my Microsoft 365 box that I bought <laughs> off the shelf. 
Oh, I, you know what? I'm not surprised that you're calling with this issue, Fred. I've not heard of it before. Dennis has got the most puzzled look on his face that I've seen in a long time. Um, but it doesn't. It it's it's wouldn't surprise me that this is a problem. Microsoft not knowing the date to properly use to allow you. And why would they even block a four year old? I mean, of all the things they they don't do with security, why would they do that? <laughs> there. Well, well, interestingly. I somehow have multiple, so I went to try to get around all this. Yep. I have multiple accounts my now, passwords right? and, and all the keys written down in an address book. All right. I tried to log in. It wouldn't use that email. So now I had to go use a Comcast email that I've never used. Right. So the whole thing is a complete disaster. That is not uncommon when it comes to Microsoft. Go ahead. I Dennis. wonder if he's got some kind of... Uh, Family security. Do you have kids uh, that got invoked on the computer somehow? Mm, that's true. That yeah, does exist. I, it appears that Be when I set it up, it took my birthday as the family security, even well, though I am the administrator. Well, what I'm thinking of, if you if you got a Microsoft 365 family plan, well, mm -hmm. no, I did not. I got personal. Oh, uh, okay. Well, that doesn't that doesn't have all the security provisions that I was thinking of. Hmm. But All yes, right. it's that it's act that you're absolutely right. It's acting like the family plan. Okay. And Microsoft couldn't fix it for you. Oh no, it was supposed to get ex escalated and uh, I was gonna hear from them the next day and well, you know the answer to that. We do. Yes, even as partners yeah. it's well it I what I was gonna days. say is the solution would be to call them and tell them to disable that in his tenant. Right. But um, I guess they're not going to be able to do it. Right. I, I'm, I'm, they've already gone down that road, it sounds, and they're just not going to do it. Right. I guess maybe it sounds like it needs to get escalated to a higher person with the credentials. Possibly, but now, uh, do you have you lost access to your files too? No. Oh, good. Okay. Um. All right. They, so you they, can't renew your you can't renew your expiration because you're only four, but you still well, have. They, she was able to eventually do it after two and a half hours. Wow. There, there's just a lot that doesn't sound right here. It's bizarre. I, I yeah. can't. I, I'm, it, hmm. it makes no sense. All right. So you're now not working. Yeah. You're, you're, it's working. So, you're extended it. Right. What's what's not working, Fred? So it, it's. I get to, I'm not old enough to use it now everywhere other than just purchase something. Everything went fine until I tried to fix there really there are only two things here yeah. that can explain any of this okay yep. number one the computer's infected with malware and it's doing that to you all right it's working inside and that's where it's coming from all right solution there is to do a factory reset start over mm -hmm. oh. the other thing is the family security plan is invoked on it somehow right i don't know how yeah. I'm not sure you did anything to trigger it, right? But Microsoft is just going to have to turn it off. They have to fix it for you, Fred. Yeah, uh, those yeah. are the only two things that I can think of that would explain any of this. Right. There's another option, Fred. There's another option is you can go buy an Office suite, pay for it once, load it on your computer, and and tell Microsoft to pound sand on 360. Yeah, and yeah, shut, have it completely shut down and uninstall. Right. The 365 apps from your computer before you do it. Right. The, the, that. You know, I, but I bought it because I I didn't want to rent it. 
Well, you are renting it. it. Yeah, that's what 365 is. Right, I understand that. But I bought I bought it off the shelf. I didn't even do it online. So yeah. Oh, I got you. It was an off-the-shelf purchase of 365, but it's not the same thing. If you're renting it, you're renting it. So you could always consider just purchasing the office suite. They do exist still. And then just tell Microsoft to pound sand, you're done. Um, don't want to mess with it anymore. But you got to download all your files off the OneDrive. Well, you may have to. I mean, it's still, they'll still be there. You should be okay. But I would get them off. Uh, and I knows? honestly don't really use the OneDrive. Oh, it's local anyways? Yeah. All right, you're good. I think I think we're not going to be able to help you, Fred. I think you're going to have to do a scan and then hope Microsoft fixes it. But we got to go. Now she's mad at me. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much for your, your help. But it's an interesting problem. It is a good one. Thanks, Fred. Appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. He's too old to update his 365. Too young. We'll be right back. From the Carter Mario Injury Lawyer Studios, visit GetCarter.com. That's GetCarter.com. This is Computer Talk with Tab. That was a fast break. We are back. Yeah. And it's not a Yukon fast break. It was a 1080 fast break. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. So we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online, and uh, we'll do our best to help you out with computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. That last call, we're doing some look lookups on it. I mean, it's bizarre. There, it's yeah, not. I, I, yeah, I, I'm convinced that it's some kind of family security plan. Yeah, that does web filtering and everything. And here it talks about something on the actual Microsoft Store as far as the birth date being incorrect. Like it was. Well, yeah, but yeah, because the birth date. Well. That's crazy. Yeah. Microsoft shouldn't record it shouldn't be this hard to run a Word document, right? I mean, the old days, what do you do? You loaded it and you ran Word. <laughs> now they need to know your birth date. Thanks, Microsoft. Let's go on to Tom in Torrington. What's happening, Tom? Hey, how you doing, guys? Good, how are you? Uh, hanging in there. Wonder you could help me out something. I tried to figure out which I can't. Okay. It's got to do with the notifications uh, that pop up. Yeah. What are they notifying you of? Well, I was on VPN in Japan, and this is when this all started. I don't know if that's got something to do with it. All right. But uh, I keep getting these reminders. They're trying to sell me McAfee. They're trying to sell me... Uh. Okay. Uh, what do you call it? Uh, the other one. The other one. Uh, my hard drives being okay. erased. Oh yeah. I have five, but Trojans. Right. You have a you have a browser hijack. Well, yeah, and it's it's not even it's not even. I mean, the 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 term browser hijack is probably a little bit too strong, even for what it is. What's happening is your browser. I don't know if it's Chrome or Edge or whatever is getting notifications from these websites and it's throwing them at you what you need to do is turn off those particular notifications and we could post an article about it okay because i tried to dismissing them I yeah it's not enough you have to go in yeah it's not you have to go in to uh don't accept notifications from this right. company no more but they still keep coming. You have to go into the settings for the browser and turn them off. We'll show you. We'll put a link up there for and you. And which browser? Uh, Firefox. All okay. Right. Got it. We'll get in there for you, Tom. All right? 
Very good. Thanks, guys. You're Great welcome. Show and good uh, service you provide every week. We're trying. Thanks, Tom. Thank you for being Thank there. You. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. We're going to be here till 11 o'clock. Four lines wide open for you. We'll be right back. And we are back. Yes, Valentine's Day is coming up. Really? That's what I hear. Oh. I don't know. I'm sure I'll be in the doghouse. Uh, we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. <laughs> well, now you will be. <laughs> I start there. Uh, we're going to be here until 11 o'clock. Feel free to get it online. 860-522-9842 is the number, and we'll do our best to help you out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. You know what, though? No, I'm not going to know anything. Let's go and figure out what we can do for your computer problems here, because I don't think those guys can help me. Let's go to Leo and Simsbury. What's happening, Leo? Hey, how are you doing? I've got a uh, kind of ancient uh, Windows machine, and I keep getting a hypersync flood error after it it just shuts down. Yep. And just shuts down randomly? It just gives you that error? Yeah, it shuts down randomly, and sometimes when I do the boot, it'll go through and get through some of the RAM and then shut down and then yeah. start the boot again and, and get through some more of the RAM. I got 32 on the RAM, so I got a lot of RAM in there. Yeah, I think you got a bad stick. Yeah. So you you want to shut it down, take a stick out, take the stick B out, right? You got A and B typically, and boot it up with 16 gigs and see if it works. If it does, then you then you know the other stick's probably faulty. If you want to prove it, take the one that... Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can over overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. It's good, out. Put the yeah, bad one put in. Put the bad one back in and let it crash, and then it'll confirm it. Yeah. Most likely you get a bad stick. This type of error also comes up if you overclocked your CPU, if you've got it misconfigured with the wrong chipset. Lots of reasons you get this error. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't overclock or anything like that. Um, um, the other thing was um, the VPN that you guys are uh, recommending now. Yeah, 
Proton. I used to use, I have Webroot, I think it is, you used to recommend, but mm. um, I understand that's not as good as it should be anymore. Yeah, we don't recommend it anymore. Defender is pretty good by itself. Right. Okay. And it's built into Windows, so yeah. you're going to have something that's built in, or you're going to add a third-party app that can cause other issues, you know? Yep. Yep. Okay. And... uh because I'm, I'm going to have to, I think I'm going to replace this computer because it's, it's pretty old. It's, mm-hmm. it, it, you know, and what about uh, the VPN? What are you recommending for I that? I like Proton. Proton? Uh, yeah, Proton VPN. They're out of uh, Switzerland, and they're uh-huh. part of a, a, a MIT um, mix. You know, they've gotten together. MIT and, project, yeah. Yeah. So until they're okay. they're good now, until they're not right. Um, but for now, they they seem to be a pretty good solution if you want to have a good secure VPN, and uh, you can actually configure it so you're actually running via Switzerland, and then you end up you go up to Switzerland and then come back down into the country here in America, and uh, that's a pretty secure way to operate. Uh, nothing's perfect, but it if you have enough bandwidth, as far as internet service, you're gonna not even notice you have a VPN running. But it will cause issues. It's going to cause some issues. Yeah. There, there are things that are going to break, and you're not going to quite understand it at the time, but right. yeah, it's your, the VPN. Your weather is going to be from wherever you're popping out, right? So if you're popping out in Nebraska, it might be pretty cold there. Um, yeah. Some websites might come up in another language. Right. Yes. In some kind, depending on which, which country you choose. Right. And, uh, of course, your timing, your email might come a little weird. Sometimes the email coming in you think is coming in the right – the time is coming in, but it's not. And you might find it in different aspects of your email um, okay. in your inbox. So there's, there's, there's funkiness there. So you can run it 24-7 or you can choose to run it when you're doing things you want to be more secure with, like financial work and what have you. Yeah, that's, that's mainly what I want it for. And, and will, will that work on my iPad? Because that's mm-hmm. generally what I use when I'm remote. Yes. Yeah, it, there's there's an app for iPad you can install that controls the VPN. Yeah, I suspect they support iPad. I don't know for sure. But I think so. Okay. I think so. Okay. Well, so, I, I know they have Android apps. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Okay, so. great. Well, thank you very much. And uh, uh, do, do you think it could have anything to do with the power supply fan not uh, shutting down on, on that hyper? No, it's probably something wrong with your RAM based on what we typically see. Uh, if you're not yeah. overclocking, um, I think you get a bad sticker RAM. So, yep. It's an easy check. Okay, it's an easy well, check. Well, I'll go go pull some sticks and see what happens. All right, let us know. Hey, thank you very much. Appreciate it. Our Great pleasure. program. All right, well, thank you very much. Yep. All right, bye. bye. All right. Yeah, so VPNs are great. You know, they're not the solution to everything, but uh, especially when you're in a public place, if you if you for whatever reason, plan on doing your banking in an airport, make sure you're running on a VPN. And it should be done that way even with your cell phone. If you're doing any banking apps, make sure you're on a VPN um, because the actual Wi-Fi you're connected to may not be the airport seat that you think yeah. it is. It could, yeah, somebody can set up rogue APs and to sit right next and to capture you. your packets. Yeah. So you, if at least if you're a VPN, even if you're on their rogue AP, um, they can't do anything with that. Right. They can do stuff with it because they know you're connected. They can do other things. They're they try they to might be with. able to identify what IP addresses your machine is talking to, but that mm. would probably be about it. Yeah. So as we wait for your calls, we're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. Everything's been posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. It'll show up eventually. 
Um, and then if you follow us over uh, at the Computer Talk with Tab Facebook page, the um, Computer Talk with Tab Listener Network, you can become a member there. doesn't cost you anything. Um, you can get the links as well. As we wait, there was a story here. Electricity demand for data centers, AI, and crypto could double, Dennis, by 2026. What? Double. Oh. Yeah. So uh, imagine the, what you're using now. Global data centers, AI, and crypto consumed an estimated 460 terawatt hours in 2022, or almost 2% of all the total electricity for the globe. Oh. 2%. <laughs> That's expected oh. to top 1,000 terawatt hours in 2026, which is roughly the equivalent to the electricity cons- consumption of Japan, the entire country of Japan. What? To do, yes, to do data center work, AI, and, and crypto. crypto. Um, there are more than 8,000 data centers globally. So just so you know what a data center is, that's the cloud. That's somebody <laughs> else's servers, guys. That's, that's what the data centers are. 8,000 data centers globally, 33% are in the U.S., 16% are in Europe, and 10% are in China. And, of course, the biggest data centers are in California, Texas, and Virginia. So we're looking at this increase in electricity going up massively. Now, we already have issues where in California you can't even charge your electric car in the summertime because they're out of power. Right. And now we're you know we're feeding these, these cryptocurrency data centers with all sorts of energy for literally no reason – um, cryptocurrency uses about as much energy electricity as all of the Netherlands and is forecast to increase by 40% what? in the next few years. So what are we doing, people? Why are we wasting so much power on fake currency? It's so much compute, so much ridiculous electri- electricity is being consumed. And they're telling us to turn down our thermostats so we can freeze. But no, we need to keep cryptocurrency cranking along. What are we doing? What are we doing? It's it's just ridiculous. It's it's fake money. It, you may as well sell Beanie Babies. It's the same thing, <laughs> right? There is no intrinsic value in this thing. And there's some Toshika Akiyoshi M- Makamoto who mm-hmm. has 80% of, the, of these tokens that they yeah. created. The moment he says, or whatever the entity is, says, here are all my tokens, it's going to be worth even less than squat. Um, right now it's all it's limited because of the fact that he has all the tokens. So why you're putting your money, your real money, into this technology is beyond me. Uh, I'm a libertarian. I understand why you like the idea of being able to not have you know, governments do anything with your money. But they, they are able to do it, guys. And we're wa- well, you're watching it now. Not only, not only are governments able to get into your crypto, but crooks are, too. Yes. You, I mean, you're, you're not protected from anything. Correct. <laughs> you think you are because right. it's crypto. There's no FDI but insurance. No. <laughs> no. There's no FDI insurance on insuring beanie babies. So that's really what you got going on here. And for some reason we feel chewing up 40% of, of electricity. I mean it's going to increase, I'm sorry, by 40% as much as the uh, of the all of the Netherlands. I mean that's just nutty. Right? I mean you got people in Connecticut. We pay the highest electricity rates of all the 50 states here in Connecticut. We well we have the highest. 48 states. They uh, pay a lot in Hawaii. Yeah. Well, yes, yes, yes. With the actual mainland, Hawaii, yes. We don't count Hawaii. Come on. Um, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> just, just kidding. Whoever's listening in Hawaii. But we have all these high costs. You can't afford to even live here in Connecticut, but crypto's a thing. You know, let's, let's, let's get rid of crypto, turn off all those, those rigs, and all of a sudden we'd have plenty of electricity. Right. Um, not all of a sudden, but I mean, it'd be better. 
Uh, I'll put this link up here for you. Not to mention, just so you know, there's a lot of water that's consumed by data centers. Yes. And they're not, for some reason, they don't consume like, you know, reclaimed water. They're using water. <laughs> they use up drinkable, otherwise drinkable water. Right. And it usually, it usually gathers up chemicals because of the works that it's traveling through. Right. And then when it becomes, you know, problematic wastewater later. So we're feeding our data centers energy and water. I mean, Skynet's right around the corner, right? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think it got created in the uh, first place? I know, we're doing it on purpose. So we'll put a link up there for that. Anything else you want to bring up, Dennis? Well, we, we, have a, we have a request from uh, George in uh, West Hartford. Okay. Well, they emailed he, us? He, he, yeah. He, well, well, he, well, he called in and spoke with Carol. Oh, that's right. And he said what he's got a problem with is voice assist on his Android tablet. Yeah. It somehow got turned on on him, and he wants to know how to turn it off. Okay. All right. Um, we can post an article about how to do that for most Android devices. Yeah. Um, I don't know about his particular one, but all of that stuff is going to be in the settings app and in the accessibility section. Right, and it's it'll designed be to help there. It's, right, it's part of the accessibility routines that are available, and it would be in there. But we're going to post an article about how to turn it off. Sounds good. So I hope that helps you there, George. So uh, we'll step out for a quick break. We got four lines open for you. Feel free to get online. Eight six zero five two two nine eight four two is the number. We'll be right back. And we are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. We're just listening to that last commercial there, Philo. It sounds interesting. Yeah. Another alternative. Could be very nice. Cutting the cord there. Mm-hmm. And uh, we like options, right? We like we like competition. We like stuff out there to actually drive down prices. I was talking to somebody over at GoNetSpeed and, um, just yesterday, and they're watching um, the other big, other big incumbents that are really scrambling now, dropping their prices to as low as $29 just to try to hook you um, for 500, 500 internet speeds. So $29, I mean, look, isn't it amazing what competition can do? Yeah, who would have thunk it? So it wasn't going to be done without, you know, here the folks here in Connecticut legislature were definitely protecting the incumbents forever. And finally, we got the, the folks at GoNetSpeed break that barrier, and we can actually get some competition here for, for broadband for the interwebs here. And we finally are seeing prices go down um, and options go up. I mean, you got Starlink. It's a little expensive for Starlink. For, yeah, for it's, like, it's like 100 know. a month almost. Yeah, but at least it's an option. You get right. the cellular options out there, the Verizons, the T-Mobiles, although we did talk about T-Mobile doing some throttling for the heavy, heavy users. Right. Which is inevitable. Right? I mean, wireless is kind of limited. But but if you want to get the fastest speeds, fiber is it. It's going to be unlimited as far as the potential bandwidth there. And you don't even need that much bandwidth to do very well for the for the average home. Two fifty is is plenty. Two hundred megabits is plenty. Um, but they offer you much much more. So the rates are nice and low. So do you want to bring up anything there, Dennis? As far as any news items? Well, there's some. Very interesting news in the history and archaeology world. Yes, you like that area. <laughs> I do. Well, I studied in college. Yes, you did. Um, UConn, nonetheless. Yeah, that's right. Uh, there's been some work done on what are called the Herculaneum scrolls. These are scrolls that were buried in the volcanic mud in Herculaneum in Italy mm-hmm. um, in the first century. Um, and they're scrolls that basically were petrified by the the mud that they were encased in. Yep. Okay. Now, 
that there's been a lot of speculation about what's in them, mm-hmm. everything. Any way of trying to read them would essentially destroy them. Yeah. So like unroll, unfurling not, the scroll is not going to happen. You can't have no because it's solid yeah. and it's flaky. I mean, the papyrus itself is beginning to come apart too mm-hmm. in some of these. At any rate, um, there's a team of uh, scientists that figured out how to image these yeah. in different ways with you know ultraviolet, infrared, X-ray. A whole bunch of ways of collecting images of these things mm-hmm. and slicing and through. submitted it to AI to try to figure out what the letters are within the within the within, roles within of the, the roles and the roles themselves look either very dark brown or black and you can barely even tell that there was ever writing on them but there is a little bit of a difference you can see if you get up close my goodness at any rate but the AI analyzes that imaging yeah. And then figures out what the letters were. Right. And it looks at both the front and the back sides yep. of the scroll and it can decipher what was on there. So was it basically just the, the first great pizza recipe? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> what was it? I wish. It was uh, the first scroll that they did was uh, writings from a philosopher who oh. was who was in residency in Herculaneum's library a few decades before uh, the eruption. Oh my goodness! And yeah, some of his writings. His name is Philodemus. Anything uh, we could glean as far as any value, any any words of wisdom from our ancestor? Well, one of the things that he said is that you know you should really learn to enjoy what you have while you have it. Come oh. on! Even they knew it back then. Classic Epicureanism. Oh my goodness! <laughs> enjoy <laughs> what you have. It doesn't get better. Yeah, enjoy what you have. <laughs> Don't worry about what others have. You know, interesting. And he wrote it down, and how many years later? Thousand? Well, well, yeah, 2,000. <laughs> 2,000 years later, we can read it. Enjoy what you have. <laughs> yeah. Learn to enjoy what you have. That is like, that's <laughs> that's advice, man. That, that deserves being written down. I'm glad I'm glad he did it. Um, but no, that's interesting. We'll put a link up there to that story as well mm-hmm. and everything we talked about today. And we want to thank all you guys for joining us on this foggy Saturday morning. We do appreciate it very much without you guys calling in we'd be talking about our kids and our cats of course you can subscribe to the podcast and and never miss a show wherever you get your podcast so do that thank mike thank you mike g for posting everything live over at the computer talk with tab listener network and thank you carolyn for producing and doing all the valentine's day music we do appreciate it and remember we want you to be geeks too see you guys next saturday We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.